Please don't push me. Please don't push me, but y'all push B. Now we got dwellers from Cali to Flatbush B. Now they got heat on their feet that say press B. And now we so deep in the streets, y'all can't stress me. Can't curse me, then bless me. I'm crucifying my flesh, that's less me. SAT from preaching, can't test me. Atheists are now believing, that bless me. Yeah, we got the basement replacing any of those worldly pursuits that y'all chasing. Any of those trials and tests that y'all facing. Any of the relationships that y'all changing. We rearranging, making the shame shift. Giving Satan back what's his, that's the blame shift. Rise up and walk commands, that's the lame shift. Cheat codes for living this life, that's the game shift. All on Yeshua, man, the rest is manure, man. I'm dying daily, so I rise up a purer man. Pressing B daily, so my sins looking fewer, man. Washing the blood, so my sins down the sewer, man. Yeah, so press B with me, and let's let whatever gon' be just be. Uh, yeah, so press B with me, and let's let whatever gon' be just be. Welcome to the basement, ladies and gentlemen. I am your host, Tim Ross. I hope you're all doing well. I hope you're all doing swell. I don't have anything else to rhyme with that. Just well and swell. I love you guys so much, and thank you so much for your support. Shout out to Press B. Shout out to my uh, dwellers. Shout out to my promoters. All of you generous, generous souls on Cash App and on PayPal, thank you for your support. You keep us out here in these streets. <laughs> without having to worry about uh, demonetization and the likes. I really appreciate y'all. Mm -hmm. Your support is vital. So anyway, I want to jump straight into uh, my guest for today. All right, so um, this young man <laughs> is uh, an individual who uh, I have a lot of fondness for. Mm -hmm. um, he is a man of character. He is a man of integrity. He is a leader. He is a thought leader. I don't know. I don't, is that in your description? I don't know if you use that, but you if you don't, you should. I can now. Yeah, because <laughs> you, you said it. You said it. Well, 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 <laughs> and 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 we'll. I'll elaborate on that in a minute. Um, he is a former pastor of a wonderful church uh, that uh, he took a chance and invited me on. Come on. Hopefully, I wouldn't stuff it up. You did, yeah, and, and we wanted you back and back and back. <laughs> um, and. Uh, the trans you going through that transition i'm just thinking about this real time was i think seed for me mm. I, I didn't i didn't ever think i would only pastor a church for seven years sure but seeing people go ahead of me mm -hmm. that that were able to transition with grace and not scandal mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying sure. and and move into a different season of life and prosper and do well was very um i took note of it Wow. Didn't know I would be turning to those pages as quickly as I did Amazing. in my own life, sure. but I did take note of it and loved the way uh, that I saw that handled and and and, and lived out. Uh, and now you sit as a coach and a leader and a mentor and an author and probably some adjectives that I'm <laughs> leaving out. I'm going to let you fill in the blanks of whatever I did not say. Come on. Uh, but uh, right now, here and now, I am presenting to some and introducing to others my brother from another mother. 
Michael Murphy's in the building, ladies and gentlemen. Thank Let's you. go. <laughs> what, I love my intros. I, you are you're the best. I get turned up. I need to take you everywhere. All around the world. <laughs> I get so excited when I'm talking to friends. Uh, you know what I mean? When yeah. I'm talking to people that I have relationship with and do life with and have done ministry with, like it's the best. It's the best, best, best. So I'm so grateful that you're here. 2010 was a good year. It when was. you first came to Australia. Yeah. And now uh, you, you're an adopted son. I am. You are, you are oh. loved. Seriously. Thank you. Are. you. Well, I, I need some... I need some um, some inroads with some government officials because at 48 years old, I hear that I'm not qualified to actually gain citizenship. No. And so we'll man, see what we can do. I would, I would really appreciate <laughs> it. If somebody has like a little letter they can give me or something, a little, a little permission slip, yeah. I would take it. Yeah. I yeah. promise I'll be good to the economy. I don't just want to take, I promise I'll give. So. I'm sure you will. Absolutely. I'm sure you will. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks man. for having me. Absolutely. Yeah, really. It's, Absolutely. A, it's an honor. Uh, I, uh, I have very, very fond memories of our time together in Australia. Recently, yes. I was at a conference yeah. and uh, just standing there and I felt uh, the the wonderful arms strangle me from the back. <laughs> and I went, who the heck is that? And it's like, it's, it's me. Tim Ross. It's me. Pastor. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, it was so good to see you. Oh I just made gosh. a beeline for you. Absolutely. Yeah, as soon as I saw your face, I just made a beeline uh, for you. Beautiful. Thank you for being here, man. Thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, it's been a it's been an incredible, uh, exhilarating journey. Yeah, um, over the last nearly forty years, I've been in ministry now. Uh, forty years married, um, heading out from here up to Europe to meet my wife, and uh, we're going to celebrate good. Um, so it's it's, uh, but honestly, I feel, I think I feel more joy and more alive now than I did. Um, as a broken young man that first met Christ nearly 40, well, 41 years ago now. Yeah. 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 All right. So I was seven when you gave your life to Jesus. Yes, you were. Yeah. And and I don't say that, you know, most people say that in terms of like, oh, you're, you're old. Oh, no, I am. And I'm, I am. And, and, and yeah. I'm, and I'm young. I don't yeah. say it like that. I'm, I'm thinking about me being seven years old when you make your decision. Yeah. And now me being 48 years mm -hmm. old and mm -hmm. you haven't made another decision. Hmm. Mm. That's how I think about it. Yes, that. yes and no. Please give me yes and yes no. Yes and no. I love paradox. I've never made another decision, yes. but on one hand, I've made decisions without being cliche every day. Yes, that's exactly right. Every day. That's right, because it's not every a one day. and done decision. No, it's not. You're absolutely right. And in fact, yeah, yeah. in fact, you know, every day you make that decision to, you know, bring your, your life, you remember. Yeah, for sure. I, I remember. Yeah. I remember yeah. rolling out of bars yeah. off my face. I yeah. remember just feeling lost. Yeah. I, I remember walking up one day, having been in the pub, Christmas Eve. Yeah. And the, the, the Catholic Church were having their midnight mass. Wow. And I rocked in the back. And I was like, what's going on here? <laughs> and I sensed the voice of God. Not, I didn't hear audibly, but. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you doing? Wow. I'm like, what do you mean, what I'm doing? I'm in church. It's Christmas. You should be here too. <laughs> <laughs> so That's funny. I remember. Yeah. I remember. I remember walking in, you know. So, but there's there's decisions you make, particularly at pivotal moments. And one of them you, you highlighted when God tapped me on the shoulder and said, 
time to do something else. Okay, so so this is this is um I'm I'm really intrigued by you saying I remember. Hmm. Do do you think having that memory is important in continuing to make that decision? 100%. 100%. I think when you forget where you came from, you minimize or moderate the grace that saved you. And it opens the door for entitlement, arrogance, where you think you actually got this thing taped. And I think that day you're in trouble. That day you're in trouble. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, so so I don't know why I'm emotional right now. Like I'm like I'm already ready to cry. <laughs> I, I think I'm I'm um Is this bad? Am I no, doing no, really no, bad? No, oh no, sorry. No, no, so no. you're crying for the right okay. I'm I'm really crying for the right <laughs> reasons. <laughs> here here here's why I say that. Because <laughs> um I respect I'm gonna use a, a King James word. Yeah. I respect the hoary head. Mm. Mm. I respect the gray hair. Got a lot of that. I, re- <laughs> I, I respect the wisdom and the sagacity that comes from someone who was doing this before I turned 10. Wow. Mm. And so I'm, I'm just sitting here kind of emotional because I'm like, you're, you're, you're giving us life hacks. Like we needed, I needed to, I, I'm so glad I asked the question. I'm so mm. glad you said that because I think a lot of times we, um, we can be around our people. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Ears. And if you lose the voice and the wisdom of those that have gone before us and not invite that perspective in, you can get jaded. I just see, a. am just going to be honest. I, I, I see a lot of guys uh, who are choosing um, They're choosing to be Rehoboam. I was talking about that yesterday. Are you serious? Totally. Totally. Uh, they're, 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 they're choosing. We were talking about it, Elise. <clears throat> that is surreal. Yeah. I use it most days. <laughs> we in both my, read our Bible. Yeah, Rehoboam. Yeah, our yeah, our yeah, brothers yeah. and <laughs> children are reading Lord of the Rings. We're saved. Yeah. We're, totally. praying, we're praying for them. Yeah, um, I, uh, <laughs> I used it yesterday. So, so, so I, 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 um, if you don't know who Rehoboam is, Rehoboam is Solomon's son. He was Solomon's successor, and he had this beautiful opportunity mm. to take the wisdom of Solomon's advisors. First of all, pause. Solomon is known as the wisest man in the world outside of Jesus. Mm-hmm. 
and he had advisors. Yep. And Rehoboam chooses to listen to the advice of his friends who collectively... His contemporaries, yeah. <laughs> his contemporaries and his peers. Like, he literally chooses their advice over the wisdom of his daddy's elders and advisors? And it and and it seals it seals his his, seals his fight. It seals yeah. his fate. Yeah, yeah. So so I'm 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 just. Please tell me what one y'all were my, talking about. I one, hope I'm not being nosy. Of, no, not at all. No, no, not what. One of my my own advisors and mentors, a guy named Doctor Ed Cole. Mm-hmm. He's been in heaven twenty something years now. Yes, sir. In fact, I had breakfast with his son Paul this morning. Awesome. He used to say. Counselors determine the destiny of kings. Counselors determine the destiny of kings. And when we stop listening to counsel and there's too much daylight between us and the next person, either because of the size of our platform or the size of our pride, uh, we seal our fate in terms of our future. And so we were talking about yesterday a young leader um, that whose name will remain nameless. Yes, sir. Who has started? What? No, no, I'm not. Gonna. <laughs> <laughs> say, hey, quiet in the peanut gallery. Let me there. tell you something. <laughs> yeah, no, I can't say it. Your <laughs> daughter, yeah, she is my friend. Oh my I've gosh. loved her since the first oh time I met gosh. her, and the, the feelings are mutual. This girl has a sword, <laughs> so she does. So, so, so he he is in a transition season, mm-hmm. and he made some very quick decisions. I'm sure relying on the advice of his peers rather than the advice of his predecessors. Um, and it's been a dear cost to that um, organisation. Yes, sir. Um, and uh, I think that had he have taken time, of course, in any regenerative uh, season, yep. there will be change. Absolutely correct. Typically there will be change. Yeah. But it's not what happens, but how it occurs. Absolutely correct. And the dignity and value that's given. That's right. Um, and honestly, Tim, it's a mistake I made. When I became, when I when I headed out from Hillsong um, 100 years ago <laughs> and, and became a lead pastor, that church that you spoke yes, at. Yes, Shire. Uh, Shire, uh, mm-hmm. now called Horizon. Yes, sir. Uh, I, I, I think I was a bit drunk with the destiny that I'd experienced at Hillsong, to be mm. honest. I came off the ski ramp. Yes, sir. <laughs> right, 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 and, right, and, right, and, right. And, 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 and then gravity. And and if you had if you had have asked me, I would have said, no, I'm here to serve the people. But I actually think I might have felt like I was God's gift to them. I didn't need another reason to love you. That's <laughs> no, true. No, it I'm, was, I'm, I'm, t- I'm telling you, I did not need another reason. But this <laughs> level of vulnerability is so important to hear. I messed it up. I honestly did. The first, you know, six months people are looking and think, oh, we, we don't know whether you like you or not. I, yeah. was, I came across as a bit of the, you know, the, the silver, silver tongue kind of. Yep. There was this kind of antagonism a bit towards Hillsong at the time. And yep. I came in as the quintessential being there from day dot. Yep. And I inadvertently, through my own blindness, dishonoured the previous generation mm. and therefore I lost a lot of them. Mm. You remember that, Elise, you know. And at the time I was too blind and, and honestly arrogant to see it. I blamed them. Mm. It's like, you know, if you don't want to get on board with the vision, then, uh, you know, you can take it or leave it. There's other churches around. And they did. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. No, 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 no. Can we roll that back? I didn't. <laughs> 
I they didn't called re- your bluff. I did. <laughs> <laughs> like, ta ta. <laughs> Thank you for the release. Yeah, right. No, no, no. I wasn't out of order with that last line, right? So, wow. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I didn't have to be. Yeah. Yes, sir. It didn't have to be. Yeah. So anyway, uh, I just think that the Rehoboam example, if you're a, a young leader and and there's a lot of that going on. It is. A, it's, it's a lot. I, I transitioned 10 years ago when yeah. I was 54, 53. Yeah. And, but there's a lot of guys in their 60s now with no real plan for that. Um, but will happen. It'll it happen. It'll, ha- happen. it'll happen by plan or <laughs> by design or default, dude. Um, exactly right. You, you know, yeah. you, you're not like mini, mini, tickle. You're, you're, yeah. Your days are numbered. That's but, exactly but, right. But yeah, yeah, you're, yeah. In, you're in the season of life yep. where if that hasn't been organized, it needs to be. And so there'll be young men and women taking over. Yep. In some cases, uh, quite complex organizations. Yes. The, the bigger the gigger, uh, the more difficult. And the more rarefied the atmosphere of the people that can take that. I, I, I'm so grateful you're talking about this because, um, y- you know, we're, we're in this season where um, there's so much transition, mm-hmm. right? Like, like mm-hmm. I pastored for seven years. Yep. And then I transitioned, right? Yep. <laughs> I, I wasn't expecting to do that, right? And then... Um, you see these other organizations that have been going 20, 30, 40 years, and yep. they have to make a transition, yep. right? Mm-hmm. And um, I think the what, what I realize in the transition of my own is that it takes an incredible amount of humility on both the outgoing leader and the incoming leader for that transition to go well. What, what, I, what I always caution people on in transition is that whether it is the worst transition or the best, three mm-hmm. things are indigenous. There will be frustration, mm-hmm. there will be friction, and there will be discomfort. Yep. At the minimum. I don't care how great the transition is. Mm, mm, mm. There will be friction, frustration, and discomfort. Mm. And uh, and I totally agree. And and that's if it goes the best. Yep. If it goes the worst, there's going to be some other stuff. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. You know what I mean? <laughs> there got to be blood. <laughs> there might be blood <laughs> with that one. I, I I think I'm 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 um I'm really interested in hearing what you've seen since you've transitioned. Yeah. In the landscape, like. Mm-hmm. And, and, and please give us context to what you do now. Okay. Yeah. Um, just what you said before. Yes, sir. Is fire. That, that humility is the secret source of transition. Yes, sir. Without it, it will not go well. Yes, sir. Um, I think that um, the value and identity of both, of both people, both participants, i.e. the incoming and the outgoing, um, is so, so vital. If you're not, if you're not secure – and. That story had a good ending. Uh, my arrogant, yes, you sir. know, God, yes. I heard heaven's knuckles crack and, <laughs> and something like it's going to hurt me more than it does you. I yeah. still debate God with that. Yes, sir. But I, I, had, I had to be humbled. Yes, sir. And we had, we had a lot of people leave before God started to allow me the privilege of rebuilding. Yes, sir. Um, and uh, but, so, but you had self-awareness and a posture of heart to receive God's correction. Eventually. 
eventually. Eventually, that's, seriously. And it. I've got – it's easy to talk now in hindsight. Yeah, understood. Yeah, yeah, no, know, I understand that. That's time, beautiful. It yeah. wasn't like that. Yeah. You know? My yeah. Insecurity was my middle name. Um, yeah, I think that most of the time I was at Hillsong, <laughs> I, I, I was racked with rabid insecurity, to be honest. Wow. And, and you know, I was, I was there supposedly seeking God's favour – but I was seeking God and Brian's favor, mm. and that wasn't Brian's fault. Yes, that was that was me um, just coming. I, I, I was promoted pretty quickly yeah. as a pretty brand new Christian. Yes, sir. Um, and I understand the novice thing. Yeah, you know? yeah, absolutely. Whereas I could put it on, I could shake your hand, look yeah. you in the eye, crack a joke, yeah. light up a room. But on the inside, I was still that broken young boy that was sexually abused at fourteen by a man. Yes, sir. Um, you know, anyway, so... No, 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 not anyway. <laughs> I don't want to move past that because um, what you've just described um, doesn't have to be spot on on the details. Hmm. But I can think of 10 lead pastors right now wow. who have gaping holes of insecurity. Mm-hmm. I can see it clearly. Mm-hmm. They can't. Mm. And they'll call it anything but. Um, what had to happen for you or in you for that to change? Because let me say this to you, man. Uh, that's not the way I experienced you when I came. Hmm. Hmm. And I have a pretty good dial in mm. on people. I'm an empath. Mm. So I can feel stuff. Mm. Mm. I didn't feel that from you. Mm. The people pleasing goes along with that. And so, you know, and I still to this day, one of my goals is whenever I enter a room to to bring joy. Yeah. You know, and it's not a put on thing. Yeah, I, for I sure. Really, I just love seeing people delighted and I'll, I'll, you know, I'll crack jokes, I'll look them in the eye, I'll yeah. repeat their name, I'll yeah. do whatever. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I... I tried not to have that affect other people. Inevitably it happens. Yep. Um, and it certainly happened in the transition. Yeah. Um, but I think that um, – so just, you know, real quick the backstory, story yeah. if I can. Oh, are you kidding me? Because it's relevant. It's relevant. Yeah, like, for sure. So as a 14-year-old young, uh, young boy, uh, I was hanging around the Catholic Church and doing my best to, to you know – do the God thing and, yeah. you know, I was an altar boy and yeah. all that kind of stuff. And this 30-something-year-old man, you know, was a tennis player and there's a few of the guys hanging out. And anyway, one day he he said, look, a couple of the guys are coming out in the boat. And uh, and I said, oh, sure, that'd be fun, you know. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And turned out, you know, mysteriously the guys oh, couldn't make it, so it was just him and I. Mm. Um, and uh, he'd done some massage therapy. He said I was a sports guy. He said, you know, I won't go into any more detail, but yes. it was my very first sexual experience. Didn't tell anyone. Yeah. Chose to keep it to myself. And yep. as soon as I could, I started to try and prove my heterosexuality mm. and got into promiscuous relationships. Mm-hmm. Uh, I always had a, uh, always had someone, a, a female on my arm, not because I was debonair, because I was insecure. Yes, sir. I needed that. Yeah. So you go forward and um, end up with a teenage pregnancy. Mm. Uh, and I think I've shared that story with you, but I, I I was going out with that girl for 18 months and I was 18 and she fell pregnant. I remember sitting with her father and saying, I made your girl, your daughter, Mm -hmm. precious daughter, Mm -hmm. pregnant. Mm -hmm. 
And uh, so we decided we're going to get married. I, got, I dropped out of commerce law at university and got a few jobs and <laughs> raised about 10 or 12 grand. Uh, and uh, we were going to set up a little home. The relationship felt badly, badly apart. Mm -hmm. Her parents wanted me to get as far away from her as possible. Mm. And Tim, if I were them, I would have done exactly the same thing. Because mm. I was a, you know, yeah. I, I was a mongrel. Yeah. I, I really did not respect people. I couldn't spell responsibility, let alone live it. Yeah. So that threw me into a tailspin uh, when that relationship broke up. Mm -hmm. and she married someone else and he raised the, the daughter, mm -hmm. never saw the baby. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, I was off my face for about three months. Just in 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 a spin, yeah. Um, and nearly got killed a couple of times. Was in some really bad crowds, uh, and um, and then, but just I, I remember driving drunk one night in a car, friend's car, uh, and I flipped a VW. Um, turned out to be the shape, but not the value of a Maserati, <laughs> and um, and I thought I I could have been killed, yeah. And I had a little scratch on my back. And it was then that I started to ask some questions and I'm yeah. laughing because I, I went back to the Catholic Church and I thought, well, if I answer really big, up, you know, answer the priest, God will hear me, right? And so mm. if for those with a Catholic background, you know, the, there's this call and response in a Catholic Church, <laughs> right. the Lord be with you. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I was in the third, and the Lord be with you too. <laughs> <laughs> and these little old, little old precious grey-haired bund ladies looked around like <laughs> <laughs> oh. It called out a few demons that day, but no. <laughs> but but I was, you know, and and then included in that was that time I wandered into the church I mentioned, and yep. then one day, one day a friend had been to a church in the inner city of Sydney, and he said, "Look, he said it's really fun, and there's really pretty girls there." And I thought, "Fun, pretty girls, church." Uh, I was not used to this combination. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that doesn't happen at church. So went along, responded that night, and everything changed. Wow. I was born again by God's spirit. Yep. I knew I felt cleansed for the <laughs> the dwellers who were still on that journey. It was it, it, it literally was a journey from purposelessness to hope and purpose. Yep. And it happened. course I was had some had some gifts I can relate to people um, we we were part of that first tranche yep. a month into Hills 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 Christian Life Center it was yep. at the time right and so I, I was reading my Bible like you know very soon after Pastor Brian said you know you can run a, a home group uh, and, I, and I'm like, what's a home group? Right, right, exactly. <laughs> and so, and so, and so, if you and tell me what it is, I'll and, do it. And so, yeah, of course I can do that. You right, know? right, right. Um, and Valerie used to be a classical guitarist, so I, she hadn't picked up the guitar for like eight years, and so mm -hmm. I put the guitar back in her hands and says, "You're my worship leader," <laughs> and 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 go and find out what that is. Right. And and I remember fasting 
every single Tuesday because I didn't want to send anyone to hell because wow. I hadn't even read the Bible properly. Wow. And I'd, I'd lay out my books on Monday night and uh, and the thing just blew up. Yeah. And that obviously caught, I think, Brian and a couple of guys' attention and yeah. we just been us and I had this story. I didn't have anything else. I had this story about what Jesus did in me. Yeah. So anyway, roll the, 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 the story forward and, and so I quickly became a pastor. Yeah. Um, came on team. I'd been in business, so I had a bit of a clue operationally. Uh, but the problem was, I was I was on the way to heaven. Yeah. But I was still a mess. Yes, of course. <laughs> so so so, um, man, your candidness is so refreshing. There are very. I don't want to talk in these like general statements. Let, let me let me be careful. I have a hard time finding men and women like you who have done ministry for a long time and don't have a revisionist history hmm. to how they've walked out ministry. <laughs> like you have you have literally sat here and tweaked me three times on how I've like wow so and you're like, no, no, no. I was like this. <laughs> like like most, most guys that have done this, most women that have done this this long would, yeah, amen. The Lord used me. And I did it. And, and I'm just trying to help younger people because I'm good. And now I'm just trying to fix you. But it doesn't help young people. I know it doesn't. It doesn't help young people because they live in the real world. I know they do. And so if I... If I allow my whatever platform God graces me with, if I allow it to be some kind of pedestal, it's much is as much a jail as any other confined space. They need they need the understanding of what it is to be broken, not just before I became a Christian and I was broken and Jesus made it all better. That's a load of, that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I know you've gotten into trouble for that stuff. So I don't want to. I don't want to be the source of more trouble. No, 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 no. No, you can say it. Uh, I can't. <laughs> no, 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 no. I can't say it. <laughs> Turn the cameras off. <laughs> I want to say what I wanted to say. <laughs> oh man. But, yes. But that. It, and, and honestly, when Jesus talked about, I mean, the, the reason Jesus, you know, Jesus was about sin, but Jesus hung out for 30 years doing nothing apart from hanging. He was, he was gaining an intimate feel, understanding, response to all of the stuff that every one of his followers that would follow him has to go through. Jesus was going to weddings. Mm -hmm. Jesus was going to funerals. Yeah, he was. Jesus and was going to bar mitzvahs. Mm -hmm. Jesus was going to synagogue. Jesus was going to work with his daddy. Jesus was hanging out with his siblings. Mm -hmm. Jesus was going over to his friend's house and playing. Yep. We, we don't want to see Jesus like that. We don't want to talk about Jesus like that. Yep. yep. Because we just think he was in 30 years of seclusion, yep. brooding. No. 
can't wait till I get to perform kid. my first miracles. He was a kid. He was this a kid. Just a dude. He's he just a, a kid. kid. Yeah, yeah. 11-year-old Jesus is nothing to... I reckon he threw a rock and hit someone's head. <laughs> <laughs> and I bet he didn't miss. <laughs> he probably caught him while running. Because <laughs> yeah, he is play, Jesus. Play, play, playing hide and seek with Jesus behind the tree. Exactly. <laughs> Jesus, you play, yes. you play dirty. He, he knows everything. <laughs> I, 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 think, I think we... <laughs> we have an issue with the paradox of Jesus. Yeah. Divinely divine and human. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Divinely human. Yes. And we think that divinity must have counter you know, must Replaced have canceled hu- out. Yeah. It had to have canceled it out because he's without sin. So we know for sure the humanity didn't cancel out the divinity. And it's like he is a walking paradox. Yes. He was <clears throat> Emmanuel in tension. Just like you. Which you, is why he can relate. You are anointed. You are. You have authority. God has given you this gift and this platform. And? And you have got clay feet. I bet you I do. And you battle temptation. And they look like clay too. <laughs> you got big feet, dude. <laughs> Did I get them in the camera? I just wanted to cringe the dwellers. I'm just so Perfect. glad glad you showered beforehand. It was near my nose. <laughs> they smell good, too. Yeah, they're good. They're, they're really good, good clean clay feet. I'm not, I'll take your word for that, Tim. <laughs> I, I just, I, I, I really appreciate the and, because I live there. Yeah. yeah. And what, what I've been, what I've realized since starting this podcast, the and triggers people. Yes, it does. They need the or. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. no, 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 Tim. Either or. Mm. Either you're in or you're out. You're mm. good or you're bad. Mm-hmm. You're clean or you're dirty. Yeah. But don't tell me you're both. Mm-hmm. You can't be both. Mm. And if you try to even, if you even imply it, you're a false prophet. Yeah. Never mind I tried to give a prophecy that didn't come true. Yeah. I'm yeah. just a false prophet and a false yeah. teacher. Yeah. For having the and. You live in the in-between. I do. You're I not, bet you I live You're there. not Christian for some and you're you're not secular enough for others. That's exactly right. You are you're in the crevice, man. Yes, sir. <laughs> I live there. I live there. But, but yeah, but God's hiding you in the crevice in order to release something to the nations. God is hiding you right now. The pain of the crevice. Sorry, you're doing the interview. <laughs> Sorry. God is hiding you in the in the crevice. The pain, some of the stuff, some of the accusations. God, God is the, what you've seen so far is a seed to what God's got for you. I love you, Tim Ross. I love you too. <laughs> Thank you. Mm. Y'all know that the Bible is my love language. And when you speak scripture, it just hits me right in the heart. So, I mean, obviously that's one of my favorite passages. Mm. But the image you just gave me is, thank you. <laughs> mm. he is... It's very comfortable for me there. Yeah. It's very uncomfortable for people to watch. Mm-hmm. But it's very comfortable for me there. Like I, Mm. I feel right. It it feels right as rain for me. It's a unique calling. 
there's a lot of people that can preach from a pulpit. Some amazingly, some okay. Mm. <laughs> Truth. <laughs> but there's not a lot of people can do what you're doing right now. Mm. And I think that more people are still outside the church and inside. And so we're cheering you on, dude. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. We're cheering you on. Thank you. That means a lot coming from you. I really appreciate that. Thank you. Ooh, okay. I did not expect to get hit like that. Mm. Um. Okay. I don't even know. Where so to enough go. of you. Let me <laughs> let me get back to my insecurity. <laughs> yeah. Please get back to your insecurity. I need you to go there. Come out of the 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 rocky place and go back to the oh, insecurity. It was it was uh it was a it was a trip. It was a journey, and and I denied it at the time. Um, you know, I, I can remember even being on vacation holidays for those in Australia watching. Yes, sir. <laughs> uh, and I thought that, um, you know, my senior pastor, Pastor Brian, was going to change the name on my door, mm-hmm. and I would lose my job. I've been away wow. three weeks. It, you know, it was just it was constant. Yeah, for sure, it was constant. Yeah, and uh, and you know, it, it was it was in. And and then it c- continued actually as a lead pastor for the, particularly the first couple of years. Yeah. And I've I've apologized to some of those that, yeah. that were were um, impacted by that. Yeah. But it was just a, it was a slow burn. People say, "How'd you get over your insecurity?" I said, "Well, one day I just went and laid hands on myself and it was gone." No, psych. <laughs> it doesn't happen like that. <laughs> no, it does you not. Know, yeah, it's exactly. Just, it's just the cons. It's uh, first of all owning it. I think. Yes. You know, hi- hello, I'm Michael Murphy and I'm insecure. Yeah, for sure. So um, owning it, acknowledging that when I believe my own press internally that is fear-based and uh, lack-based, I'm actually calling God a liar. So, so wow. I actually need to repent of that. Uh, it's not a – I don't need to fuss about it. I don't need to – and, and I, I believe in counselling. Yeah, get for me sure. Wrong, absolutely. But, but it's got to start with me. That's absolutely correct. Rabbit insecurity is a sin against what God created. I, I am a masterpiece of his creation. I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Yeah. And when I say, no, I'm not, I'm saying, God, you are a liar. And so I need to say, uh, God, I was wrong. God, please forgive me for dissing my perspective mm. on the life that you gave me. Mm. That's, that, that's a catalytic moment right it there. It is. And, and you see the word differently from there. Yeah. But while you are covering it up and excusing it and it's ever, it's those ridiculous staff that you've got that keep messing you around. And, yeah. man, if I had a different staff member or I had a, a blonde female worship leader or I had something else, yeah. then all would be better here. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you understand? I'll fire a lot of you. I need to get a decent staff that wow. really understand me. Wow. And can put up with my... My flare-up moments. Wow. Come on. What are you people doing? Wow. I'll never front it. I'll never deal with it. That's right. And I'll stay broken. That's right. All right, so this is this this is I'm I'm I am like I'm in heaven right now. <laughs> I'm in heaven right now. At least that means we are too, right? So so I'm 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 uh so so if I've heard you correctly, um, and this is going to be so helpful for young leaders in particular, mm-hmm. if I've heard you correctly, God can be very aware 
of your shortcomings, mm-hmm. flaws, yes, all of it, yeah, insecurities, idiosyncrasies, and still call you. Yep. He does not wait uh-uh. until you got it all That's figured right. out. That's right. And go, oh man, I really want to use yep. Mike Murphy for my glory, but he just. It's the thing that stops the body of Christ from being mobilized because they've, we've set this bar so high that they that this, this still, in my mind, the greatest single latent potential of the Church of Jesus Christ is not better pastors, more healing evangelists, more prophets, is actually the mobilization of the broken body of Christ. And, and, and uh, like, I just don't get me started. Like, it, it is, it is, it eats me up, Tim. Yeah, absolutely. It eats me up. And yeah. sometimes the bigger, and again, I love the, the idea of large churches reaching masses of people. Yeah. But we've got to be, the bigger the church, the more care you have to take at, 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 at validating the ministry in every individual. Absolutely correct. Because they'll look to pastor. You can pre- you tear paint off the wall when you pray. That's right. That's pastor, right. Pastor, we love coming to yeah. your church. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah, you are the church. So, so I'm glad you said that because what I have said for years is that um, um, in the bigger the church, the more um, susceptible that church is, the body, mm-hmm. to becoming voyeurs and living vicariously through 100%. their senior pastor. 100%. So they come to church to watch the adventures of their senior pastor. Yep. My senior pastor mm-hmm. yep. is talking to world mm-hmm. leaders. My senior pastor wrote a book. My senior pastor, da 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 And so they're just voyeurs. They just show up to watch because they're like, I'll never be that. Well, I feel like that's the lead pastor's fault. Where for the calling to, to, to equip the saints that's exactly for the work of the ministry that's absolutely correct not to come watch like like an evangelist that's I love right seeing people come across yeah. if i'm just if i'm if i get off with my yippies on people putting their hands up and praying the sinner's prayer yeah and, and i'm and i'm and i'm car- hey i got f- we had f- praise god we had 50 this week right 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 whoa yeah. whoa whoa be very very careful that's right absolutely correct. that's not the role of an evangelist that's correct the role of an evangelist is to equip the 200 there that's to right. do the work of the, the ministry. That's exactly right. Prophet is not like, oh, glory, just says the Lord. Uh, right. It's actually to release the prophetic yep. in the life of everyday believers. Okay, so I remember when I was a young adult pastor, you saying this like is the best because <laughs> I was going through Acts at the time. you back. <laughs> right? So, so uh, every, when I... Um, I gave my life to Jesus. I started reading the Bible from Genesis to Revelation. That's all I've done for the last 27 and a half years. So I'm reading through Acts and I'm like, church grew. This is how it grew. And our young adult ministry was 250. Mm-hmm. So um, uh, December's going out and January's coming in. And I'm like, Lord, what's the word for the year? And the Holy Spirit said, one year, one soul. He said, I want you to go tell the 250 young adults you have, they have one year to win one soul. Mm. And I said, this sounds like the lowest <laughs> bar of evangelism <laughs> I've ever heard in my life. And he's like, no, it's not. Give them one year to win one soul. And I'm like, how? And he goes, tell them to shine the light of Jesus Christ in one person's direction for 365 days until one of three things happens. They warm up, they heat up, or they burn up. Wow. Wow. 
He said, Tim, I'm telling you, you're going to double the attendance in one year. Yeah. But this is the only thing you need to tell them for one year. Amazing. Some of them are going to be like, well, what are you talking about? I'm never going to. One, one, what if I get the one person in a week? Okay, you're done for the, 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 the year. Except if you get one, you're not going to stop. Exactly. It's but Moorish. If, but if you tell them to go get the world, <laughs> yeah. you're, you're paralyzed. It's intimidating. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I can't take the whole world. Yeah. Right. We're, let's go out into the world and win the loss for Christ. That sounds scary. I haven't left my city. It's a safe, right? it's actually a, I don't have a passport. It's a safe prayer and a safe preach. Absolutely correct. I don't have to do anything about That's it. That's exactly right. So once I got it down to you, you can get one. Wow. And what? if not, why are you still coming here? What happened? What happened? What happened? We went to 500 and like 20 people. Come on. In a year. From 250, we went over 500. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. In a year. Amazing. Because. We put the mandate on them. Exactly. You weren't about to just walk in here and just, oh, th- he's a dope, dope young adult pastor. I'm supposed to equip you to go get people. Yep. And, yep. My, and, my, and my objective was clear. If you catch them, we'll clean them. Beautiful. You go fishing. Mm-hmm. I'm not going fishing. Mm-hmm. You go fishing, you mm-hmm. bring them in, I will scale them. I will fillet them jokers. Amazing. <laughs> with the word of God. I will sit here, but just get them here. Yeah. And it started happening. Yeah. And we doubled in a year. So good. Yeah. It's 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 like a lost art. It is. It is a lost art, and I think that um, I was hopeful in COVID that everyone was talking about making disciple makers mm. because pastors were looking at their church blowing away before their eyes. Yeah, not everyone did badly. Right, right, right. But 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 most. It, I mean, it sh- it took away the very thing. That was predictable every week. That's right, absolutely. And so, oh my gosh, I've got to make disciples. Yeah. My my moderate concern, sometimes grave concern. My my esteem is built on the seating capacity and not the sending capacity. Lord have mercy on my whole soul. <laughs> you, you 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 talk in perfect sound bites. I can't oh no I can't I stand it. It's beautiful. <laughs> oh my gosh. No, but it's true, Tim. It like, is true. It, it's 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 G- Jesus when we get to heaven, Jesus is not gonna say, dude, that fifteen hundred CD you built. Oh my God! I said to Gabriel, I said, Gabriel, that's one of the best fifteen hundred seaters <laughs> I've seen for a long, long time. They raised the money, man. Give him a give him a fifteen hundred seater in heaven. Come on! Wow. I think I think God's going to be more concerned with what. Who were What sent? did you say? What did you do with the last thing that Jesus said? Right. Go. Go. Make, go, 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 make disciples, make, send people to make disciples. And, and that's, there's no, there's no just add war, there's no silver bullet for that. Yeah. <sighs> Pastor.
this is too good for me. Oh, you are so bad. <laughs> no, I'm, 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 I'm remembering um, the conversations I was having with lead pastors during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the things that I kept saying to them was, I hope you're taking notes. Because the majority of people that I knew mm-hmm. and that I'm in a relationship with were having the same experience. Yeah. Um, uh, our, our last time having church at Embassy City when I was a lead pastor was March 8th. How long were you going before before that, before the um, pandemic hit? We started in 2015. Huh. And then uh, 2020. For, so we were five years old. Wow. Okay. Five years old. March 8th is our last service. We don't, we don't <clears throat> come back until the first Sunday in January. Hmm. And this is Texas. So where, I could have came back the next did, week. Where you didn't have t- <laughs> exactly. we didn't have COVID. <laughs> I, 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 exactly. COVID was banned. Yeah, we 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 banned COVID. And, you can't come here, COVID. No, no. So no. sorry. Right. <laughs> so 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 I I asked the Holy Spirit, when, when do you want us to come back? And He said January. Huh. I said, I don't think we're gonna have a church in January. For real. He was like, he was like, don't come back until January wow. of twenty twenty one. I said, okay. So we told the whole church, our giving, our giving almost tripled. Wow. We completely renovated the building. We completely rebranded the ministry. And I think I I think we might have hired 12 employees. Amazing. All during the pandemic. Amazing. Right? And 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 I'm and I was only speaking. Um uh, I only went in twice a month. I taped two sermons. Mm. On the first week, and then two sermons the third week. And I was at home in my pajamas eating blueberry pancakes. Amazing. Saying amen to the screen with That's my family. Amazing. Yeah. Singing, great are you, Lord. <laughs> right? Doing all yeah. that. Yeah. And, and did you say to God, are you sure that you didn't say January 22? <laughs> I, told, I, I told the Lord. I told the I Lord. I get used to this. If, if, if I don't come back in January, I'm never coming back. Yeah, yeah, it's going to yeah. be a satellite campus. Yeah, totally. <laughs> right? Yeah. So, yeah. so um, w- what, what I... What I told what I told my friends who were also lead pastors were was I hope you're taking great notes. This church never needed as much as we were giving them. Mm, wow. Never. Wow. Yep. You know you know what COVID told me? Acts two mm. is all that's ever been needed mm. to go over the apostles' teaching mm-hmm. to fellowship with each other. To pray and to eat. Mm-mm-mm. That's all anybody's ever needed. It's so true. And we give them all this stuff. And why why does what happens in our heads to think we do? Um we so, we have a well, we're American and and because consumer, we're, we're consumer based, yeah, right? Yeah, we're we're not far behind. Yeah, right. So so we're consumer based and we, we want you to have an experience and, you, you know, it should feel like when you walk into Best Buy mm. and there should be there should be the aroma of, you, you know, fresh coffee mm. being poured mm. and the option of services and the convenience mm. of getting out. And and our children should be going to a mini Disneyland because mm. who the hell wants to go to Florida anymore? Wow. So, <laughs> good Lord, just mm-hmm. let us. Yeah. Give my kid a mini Disney experience. Mm. Get me out of here mm. before the football game starts. Wow. And I promise I'll be back next week yep. with some of my golfing buddies. Yep. And we tithe 
the three of us, more than two-thirds of y'all. For real. And if you make me an elder. Yeah. I'll double it. I'll let you go to the masters with me. Wow. Yeah. Ooh. That'd be good. <laughs> Ask me how I know. <laughs> Sounds like the voice of experience right there. It's true. So though. for me, yeah. I'm like, listen, <laughs> I would rather... 2020 taught me, I'm not, when, when we came back, mm -hmm. I didn't bring all them services back. Right. I said, Joker, y'all got me twisted. mindless habit sure and i'm like i'm i don't <clears throat> participate we we just didn't participate in it mm. anymore because mm. we were always ascending church so we only met on sundays mm. we never had midweek anything because mm. i'm like we have ambassadors mm. you coming to get equipped on sunday so we can release you into the marketplace monday through saturday i'm not going to have four things for you to come back to during the week i don't want to be back here for three or four yeah. times during the week yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's it's less it's way less controllable, but but way more what God was wanting. Okay, you can't control like you can control um, people in the building. Your Wednesday night service, building your Wednesday night service. Yep. And again, I'm not saying that in a in a well, pastors are all control freaks. No, I'm no, not no, saying no, that. No, no, absolutely but, not. But it, you can see it. You can yeah, hug it. You absolutely. Can, you can have fellowship with. You can it. put your metrics to it. That's you can right. get the data That's from right. it. I get it. Yeah, you I, can I, count I, the baptisms. Yeah. yeah. But I think that that what what God is breathing on right now is is a new breed. Um, I, I I've been thinking a little bit about um, just the whole notion of you know celebrity and and how badly as human beings we we do with that. Yeah, I've heard you speak about that. Yes, you sir. know, and I think. We weren't designed for it. We were not. We were not designed for it. We we are we are a body. We're we're not we're not a pastor and a group of of congregants. That's right. Um, and I think that with with social media and all the things that go with that, um, the elevation that happens very very quickly um, is is it's just hard not to be corrupted by that. Um, Juliana, I my apologies. Disculpe me. My Bible is in the same spot it was in yesterday. And uh, the right reverend has now said something that has inspired me and now oh, I want to read it. Come on, do it. What was your, what did you say in Spanish then? Um, uh, pardon me. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Juliana is Colombian. Julian. Oh, I love Colombian. And, and. Um, Bogota. I love Bogota. Uh, esto, Medin. Medin, yeah. Medin, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sí, sí. So, uh, español, uh, español. Uh, estoy aprendiendo español. I am learning Spanish. Oh, and beautiful. And so she... The language of heaven. She tolerates my 88 words that I have. <laughs> <laughs> More than you had. Um, so, so there's a sobering... I'm going to tell you my celebrity killing <gasps> oh. passage. Yeah. Um, that 
uh, gives me a reverential fear mm-hmm. that that John Bevere talks about, right? Not like a I'm so scared of God, yeah, he's going to yeah, kill yeah. me. No, it's just a just a reverential fear. This, so this is Acts chapter number twelve. Mm-hmm. Now, mind you, this is Acts chapter number twelve. This ain't the Old Testament. Yep. This is New Testament. Post resurrection. Post resurrection. Post happy birthday to the church. Post blood coming yep. out. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and this is still God right now. Okay. <laughs> Now, Herod was very angry with the people of Tyre and Sidon. So they uh, sent a delegation to make peace with him because their cities were dependent upon Herod's country for food. The delegates wore the support, uh, the delegates won the support of Blastus, Herod's personal assistant, and an appointment with Herod was granted. When the day arrived, Herod put on his royal robes, sat on his throne, and made a speech to them. Mm. The people gave him a great ovation, shouting, It's the voice of a God, not of a man. Uh Uh-oh. Instantly. An angel of the Lord struck Herod with a sickness because he accepted the people's Mm. worship instead of giving the glory to God. Mm -mm -mm. So he was consumed with worms and died. That's very sobering. I want to read the next verse. There's a comedian in me that just won't let this go. (laughs) As sobering as that verse is. Here's the next verse. (laughs) Meanwhile, the word of God continued to spread, and there were many new believers. (laughs) 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 Meanwhile. (laughs) Amazing. Meanwhile. Yeah, wow. (laughs) Meanwhile. Contrast, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Meanwhile, (laughs) that's what's happening. With yeah. the church today. Yeah. Meanwhile, yeah. another fallen pastor. Boom. Yeah. Meanwhile, yeah. another scandalous episode with a pastor. Boom. Meanwhile, do you think he's ever gonna let it stop because uh yeah. So, yeah. somebody fail? Yeah. Yeah. So here's what's sobering, so sobering for me out of this passage. And I'm a literalist and I see things in pictures. So so instantly. He got sick. Mm. People that accept the mm. worship instead of giving the glory to God, yep. they get sick. Yep. Yep. The sickness is instantaneous. Yep. Then it says, and he was consumed with worms and died. Yep. So the sickness is instant. You can start seeing it on them. The way they act mm. is the entitlement that starts mm-hmm. showing up. Mm-hmm. It's the arrogance that starts showing up. They now think they're Moses. Mm. If you don't listen to me, you're not being hum. Uh, you're not being loyal. The ground could open up and swallow you. Do mm. you do you do you want to go home with leprosy? I know you're a family member, but I can't even believe that you're questioning my authority. Mm. You could wake up in the morning, mm. Snow White, right? I'm I'm the man of God. Yeah, I'm the woman of God. Mm. Are you, so so you don't think I heard from God? Mm. Right? Mm. They're sick. But now they start getting consumed from the inside out. Wow. Something starts eating away at them. It eats away at their character. It eats away at their integrity. It eats away at their fidelity. Not only to God, to their spouse, to their mm. children, mm. to the call that God has on their life. Then they die. Mm. Rarely is it physical. Mm. But it is spiritual. Mm. It is emotional. It mm. is relational. Sometimes it's marital. Mm. Sometimes it's ministerial. Mm. They do die. We were never Mm-mm. created mm. to steward glory. Mm. 
I want we were meant to bow to it. I want to say a heartier amen to that than I can. Because I think I'm a failed celebrity pastor. When I say that I've never been a celebrity pastor, that there have been times I wish I was. Mm. Times I wish I was. Yes, sir. Times I wish I got to preach a bigger conference. Mm. Times I wish I pastored a bigger church. Mm. Times I wish I had more followers. So I call myself a failed, recovering, non-celebrity <laughs> pastor. <laughs> but you're, what you're saying is absolutely true. But I think there's a, I think there's a chink in every one of our hearts. Oh, absolutely. That has that vulnerability. Oh, absolutely. Th- I, this is why, this is why I come back to it so often. Yeah. Not to be like ha ha ha. ha. I come back to it. To keep putting a, a sealant over the so chink in my good. own heart. So good. That's scary to me. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I don't want to be sick. No. And and I think as long as you're asking that question, which you we do, I know that, you know, the the hum- humility, we come back to that word again. Yes, I think sir. the humility will sustain you through all of all of what God has for you in the future. And I think that at every stage he 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 trains us. And and he prepares us, you know, the lion, the bear, and then Goliath. There's a yeah. there's a there's a an increasing capacity that he gives us yes, sir. to handle things. Um, now none of us is subject, none, none of us is immune from making stupid decisions. Absolutely, but it never happens overnight. No, that's the thing. He's gracious. He there are warnings and warnings and warnings. Yeah. If something goes public, yeah, you can rest assured that there's been hundreds of private. Tip-offs. Absolutely. Hey, hey, Michael. Hey, Tim. Hey. No, 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 don't do that. Yeah. Stop doing that. Yeah. Come on, come back. Come back. All right. I love your soul more than I do your profile. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so so I recently um, uh, preached this message at my friend Preston's church. I've never preached a sermon before in 27 years. I never even covered this subject, yeah. This subject, the way I did. But it was about Saul. <laughs> and the title of the message was Better See Saul. And it was a double entendre on um, an exhortation that you better see Saul. Because mm. if you don't, you'll wind up dead. Mm. Right? Mm. But the double entendre and the inflection was we need to better see Saul. Wow. Yes. And after all of these years reading... Uh, about the story of Saul and David and all this stuff, the Holy Spirit gave me a deep empathy for Saul. And I saw him with new eyes. I didn't see him as the manipulative, angry, jealous, insecure, hell-bent on murder. Because uh, uh, the dude was the king for 42 years. Mm-hmm. Not 42 months. Mm-hmm. It's a long time mm-hmm. to be fired by God and still on the, and still on the job. Wow. Yeah. I think I would have gone mad too. Mm. <laughs> yeah. To be the king of a sovereign nation yeah. and not have the God of that sovereign nation. Wow. I probably would have been tormented with spirits too. Mm. Right? Yeah. So so I'm 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 going back and I'm seeing him in a new light. And there were two things that made me go oh because what you talked about nobody there's nobody that has ever whatever you you go back the furthest and 
pick up any scandal you want of any pastor ever. Mm. Nobody gave their life to Jesus like when I grow up. I want to be a celebrity. I cannot wait to give my life to Jesus so I can defame his name in public. Oh, my God. So I can have a mighty fall. Yeah, I can't wait to amass thousands of people focused on Jesus only to disappoint them with my own ratchet behavior. Wow. Lord, let it be so. Oh, gosh. (laughs) That's never happened to anybody ever. So they don't get like that overnight. Here is what the Holy Spirit showed me about Saul, and I've never seen it in my life, and I was like, you got to be joking me. So Saul says something about himself uh, when Samuel says he's going to be king. He says, uh, I come from the smallest tribe in Benjamin, from the smallest clan. Why are you talking to me like this? That response lets you know he didn't see himself the way Samuel yeah. described him yes, on totally. behalf of God. 100%. Right? That's 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 uh first Samuel nine. Yeah. First Samuel ten at his public coronation, he's hiding amongst the baggage. Mm. He's already been kissed and poured oil over and anointed. The public coronation comes, Saul doesn't even want to step into the step into the position. Why? Mm. He's so insecure. Why? He doesn't agree with God. Jump to uh, 1 Samuel 15 when Samuel has to confront him mm. and say, mm. the kingdom's being rent from your hand. He, he says the words that I thought, oh, God, I never saw it like this. Even though you think so little of yourself, are you not the king of Israel? Hmm. So Saul mm. stepped into the position of king without ever agreeing with God wow. that he should be. And that's why his leadership mm. Mm. was expressed the way it was because he never mm. really wanted the job. <laughs> Amazing. This Amazing. is not what he was trying to do, and he never came into agreement. And when you don't come into agreement, but you still have to live it out, yeah. you're going to live it out sideways. Wow. <laughs> Help us, Jesus. And there's a lot of people that just have never come into an agreement yeah. with what God has said about them. Yeah. Which, which we talked about before, you know. Like I think that when you when you won't agree, it it, it feels he he it might have felt like humility, mm. but right? It's, it's sometimes it's false pride. That's exactly right. It's my 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 idea, yeah. my opinion. It supersedes his. It supersedes God. Yes, and, and, and oh, but I I you know I that's. Actually, actually, humility is agreeing with God and understanding He is, and you're not. That's and 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 <laughs> yeah. It's a it's a trip. There's some exciting things happening around the world right now, dude. Yeah, it really is. All right. So, so what 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 is what is some of the things that excite you now in this season of life that you're in? <laughs> Grandkids. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, sorry. Oh, that's not you. the answer. It no. is the answer. That's yeah. one of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I think I think that God is definitely. I agree with you about COVID and the pandemic, and it was a disruption. It was a divine disruption. It, it wasn't just the government, though. No government was perfect. It yeah. wasn't just the God needed to. I think turn his church upside down. Absolutely correct. And so 
there are some phenomenal moves right now. My friend Joel Howard up in India, um, after doing, you know, he, he got off the plane. And I just say this as an example. As a young American Bible college student and realised that the same Joel that got on the plane uh, in the States was the same Joel that got off the plane in Mumbai. Wow. Um, he realised he'd never made one disciple and he was now starting to preach. Wow. And he let the Indian believers disciple him. And he then, I mean, there's a story to that, but he now currently in the movement that God graced him to start, there's about 350,000 people in active disciple making, 25,000 churches planted in a handful of years. There's a move <coughs> of the Spirit of God happening. Uh, and and there, in Indonesia right now, there's a, I've been to Indonesia about 40 times and there's there's this incredible movement happening amongst precious peoples of all religions where they are seeing Jesus as many, many people that are actually, like many people that are actually seeing visions of a man in white. And that's no no joke. In fact, it's one of the ways to evangelize. That's absolutely correct. You say, have you seen the man in white? Uh, and 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 a whole slab of men particularly say, yes, I have. What? Yeah, 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 yeah. Would you like me to tell you about him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. God is, God is not mocked. No, he's not. Uh, the, the the center of Christianity has moved from from you know the states and absolutely Australia absolutely. and some of the European UK absolutely to correct. the developing world absolutely correct and we need to rather than just see it as a client patron relationship where we'll help you we'll send the money yep. we need to be we need to be humbling our hearts and learning yep. what God is doing yeah because God as one one writer once said God goes where He's wanted I want to jump out of my skin. <laughs> um, um, I just recently had a conversation with a person. He, here is one of the reasons why I don't, why I believe, I love what you said. God has moved on, <laughs> right? I, um, yeah, I, I'm uh, not saying Ichabod. I'm, no, no, no. I'm, I'm just not, saying, and I, yeah. I didn't receive it as such. Yeah. I believe one of the reasons why we do not see the revival that we so desperately want to mm -hmm. see, or we just cliche say. Because we like our revivals on our on our terms, so it's some a lot of it is lazy revival. Mm. It's like God do a mm. revival through the next president, through the re, do the yeah. revival yeah. through how many seats we have on the Supreme Court. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. child, please, yeah, show me in the Bible. <laughs> like, show me in the Bible when the Lord ever needed yeah. a man made government, sure, yeah, to ensure mm. his work was going to be accomplished. Mm -hmm. Stop playing. So, um. Here's why I believe we haven't seen what we need to see here. Mm. We are resisting persecution. Mm. Unpack that. We don't want to be persecuted. No, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Unpack it. Yeah. That, that, we don't want to be persecuted. We, so we hold it. We we keep our heads down. We keep our heads down. Yeah. And 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 because we're we're bemoaning being inconvenienced. Mm. So we are like white knuckling the thought mm. that laws could change, that we can't pray in schools mm. anymore. Yeah. Did you ever need a law to pray in a school? Mm. Somebody needs to hear you. Mm. <laughs> the church mothers that I would come from, they would walk around a school and pour oil all over the all over the concrete <laughs> until the principal died. Listen. <laughs> like God is not mocked. Yeah. He listens to the prayers of the saints. Yeah. It doesn't have to be in, in the legislation. Yeah. For him to listen. Yeah. 
So I think a lot of our inconveniences are are indication that we we we're resistant to persecution. Yep. Indonesia knows what persecution is. Mm. China knows what persecution is. Totally. Cambodia knows what persecution mm -hmm. is. Africa knows what persecution is. China knows what persecution is. South America knows what yep. persecution is. Mm. That's why they see revivals yeah, yeah. because under pressure they're able to be spread 100%. into the things that God wants them to do. Over yep. here? Yeah. You can't get these jokers out of their church. I was with a a church a couple of days ago that we had the privilege of working with River Valley up in Minneapolis, Pastor mm -hmm. Rob Kettling. Mm -hmm. Their highest goal, everything they're doing is pointing to 500 fully supported full-time missionaries in some of the most dangerous parts of the world. And he came and sat next to me and said, Michael, please pray. And it was one of the those nations you just mentioned. I won't say which one. And some of their dear friends and missionaries had just been arrested by the police. And, and he said they don't know where they are. Their passports have been taken and uh, we just don't know. That's yeah. real. That's everyday life for many men and women That's right. who have said yes to Jesus That's right. with a cross-cultural call to a dangerous nation. Absolutely correct. And we, you do, you're right, we shun that. Yeah. Um, and I think that, um, it's, I mean, it is coming, you know. Yeah. It is. It's here it in is some here. ways. And I think that um, that's why, if I can go back, I, I just... I'm I'm carrying. I feel like I'm pregnant right now, um, with, with a with a cry in my heart. I, I I literally I was in a meeting yesterday talking about how to reach pastors, and I just couldn't get words out. I just stopped. I was cry like I, I, I choked up. I was in this oh. professional meeting with these <laughs> marketing guys, and I said, "I'm so sorry." They said, "No, don't worry." I'm, <laughs> I'm I feel like I'm carrying a million disciples right now in my heart. Mm. I want to help five thousand pastors to intentionally raise deeply rooted and embedded disciples yeah. that understand what it is to stand for Christ and to make disciples. Yes. Um, that's a million disciples. Yeah. I want to see that in seven years. Yeah. And and I just think we unless we prepare men and women of God for the days and months, and that's not a perilous cry, but it's just it's no. it's bleeding obvious, right? Yeah, ab absolutely, it's for bleeding sure. obvious. Yeah, absolutely. Well, then, then we we got a we got a foretaste of that. That's right. In in the pandemic. Yes, we. That's right. Absolutely. And and if we don't do it, yeah, more full us. So so um, I, I appreciate you saying that, and uh, th there's this thing I've been musing over, and it's just it's just burrowing in my soul, and that is, um. There, there's 52 weekends in a in a year, mm -hmm. right? Um, so on a clean calendar, 52 Sundays. Yep. Okay. 52 sermons. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Which leaves 313 days mm -hmm. that there's not a sermon. Sure. Those are days for conversations. Mm. That's what I feel like. Which is what we're having now. <laughs> That's what I feel like has been missing mm. is people have been living Sunday to Sunday mm -hmm. and not having deep, introspective, mm. difficult conversations mm. in between. Yeah. And as a result, when it's time to talk about a thing, the only thing you can offer is a link to a sermon. Wow. Yeah. So I cannot tell you how many churches in 2020 
had nothing to say about race mm. because they never talked about it. Mm. They could barely get a sermon for it. Sure. But yet they had seven weeks on grace. Yeah. They could have 11 weeks on giving. <laughs> they could have four weeks on marriage. Mm. They couldn't find one and a half sermons on unity. Mm. <laughs> wow. They could barely stand in the pulpit and denounce white supremacy. Yeah. Without stuttering. Gosh. And so, and, and so the conversations are important. Mm. Disciples aren't made on Sundays. Say that again. <laughs> Disciples <laughs> are not made <laughs> on Sundays. You can't. No matter how good a preacher you are, you will never preach your way to disciples. Preach, preaching's powerful. Right? It the is. Bible, the Bible's full of the exhortations. The foolishness of preaching Absolutely. But, confounds the ways of man. But, and? But you can't, you can't be discipled. In a congregation, you you can learn, yeah, but you can only be discipled in the in the matrix of relationships and conversations. In the matrix of relationship and conversations, are you are you meaning to tell me, Michael Murphy? Are you meaning to tell me that a nineteen week series on discipleship won't make disciples? <laughs> Shoot me! <laughs> 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 like like. How good to have a good for having a go. Yeah, better better than better than a nineteen week series on something. Absolutely, I agree. But I agree. But, but I, that still won't but, do it. But it's got but it's got to peel into settings. Yep. Of of, in, of settings of circles. Settings of circles. Absolutely. You don't get to ask a question in the middle of a sermon. Yeah. 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 The only thing that pastor wants you to do is say Amen. Wow. Not say, hey, man, <laughs> what do you mean by that? You don't get to do that. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, I haven't nerded out and actually gone through. Maybe maybe you know this or maybe you know this. I've never, this is my first time thinking about it. I need to go back through the Gospels and count how many sermons Jesus actually preached. Wow. No, I don't know. The I don't know that off the top of my head. Yeah. yeah. But I need to go figure out how many sermons he preached. Because you know what he was doing outside of those sermons? Having conversations. You know, what I do know is, um, and I'm going to get the stat wrong, but that Jesus was was asked, I think that the number, and again, there'll be some precious theologians that'll help me with this. <laughs> precious but, but, sounded so <laughs> It's Australian. It's Australian. Hey, I love theologians. I work with the university in Australia, and I just, I precious. love theologians. They help me a lot. But he, uh, t- something like 293 questions, and he, he was asked, and he answered over 90% of them with a question, not a sermon. Why? Not because he didn't know the answer, because he was engaging intentionally conversations. And and that's yeah, I'm just I'm I'm just I'm just agreeing totally with what you're saying. He was he was about, even though he was the son of God, he'd come down from um, a pretty cushy right hand of the father kind of gig. Yes, sir. And he was there. And he knew that in the short time he had, he, I mean, he could, he could have, I'm sure there was something in it. Well, let's just cut to the chase. I know the answer. Here it is. Yeah. He's like, no, no, this is a, this is a discovery moment. Yeah. You're asking me a question. Yeah. I know the answer, but I'm going to ask you a question back. So there's, yes. so we can play a bit of ping pong. That's here. right. That's right. So we can actually have a bit of a chat about yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. No, the, 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 oh, <laughs> I'm nerding. <laughs> 
are you, Tim Ross? Like, 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 <laughs> who who instantly pops to the forefront of forefront of my mind is the woman uh, at the well. Yep, beautiful example. Yeah, right. It's Nicodemus coming to him at night, yeah. and him not saying, "Oh, how come you don't want to ask me a question in the daytime?" Yeah. He's not petty. Yeah, he welcomes the conversation. Peter on the beach. Most pastors run from them. Mm. Hey, pastor, what about this? That, actually, I'm actually doing a, a series on that in a couple of months. If you come back, <laughs> you coward. Yeah. You yeah. don't want to answer the question? Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <sighs> this is fun. Do you have a, a, a website or how are you doing this? How are you going to reach 5,000 pastors for a million people and whatever your math is what is that how we do how do we do that how do we help i want to help huh. i just um, want to make it easy for I, I people do, to get, I do, how I do we do it i've got a book coming out okay in about in in i don't know whether it's at the end of the year okay got it um and uh and that it's called accelerate okay x l r eight. um yep. And it's it's a that could be a license plate. <laughs> it's a it's right, <laughs> and it's it's really wanting to help pastors with a lot of the stuff that has convergently been put into us through. We've done about ten thousand hours now yep. conversations with pastors and their teams absolutely over the last decade. Yeah. So out of that, we've distilled that. We've been taking notes. Yep. And. And so it's really a, a bit of a blueprint to help make disciples. Well, you're an apostle, so that's what um, apostles do. <laughs> and and so and so I, uh, so that comes out then. Okay. Um, and uh, we, you can catch us on any of the any of the social channels, um, the platforms. You know, Michael R. Murphy, Instagram. Yep. Uh, the Leaderscape uh, is our website. Great. The Leaderscape. Just so make sure we have links to everything he has. Thank in there. you. Because uh, I know that there's going to be. There's a young pastor yeah. that is that is smart mm. who's going to go, this is a cheat code. I'm not passing it up. Huh. I know I have my pastor that sent me. I know I'm in whatever I'm in. I'm in ARC. Yeah. I'm in, yep. I don't know, Green Tree Planting yep. Church Organ, you know, whatever. I'm going to take advantage of that. Mm. That he or she is going to upset the world if they take advantage of the wisdom that is in your head. And if you're making it available, huh. child, please. You're very kind. <laughs> Somebody about to we, get blessed. We, we, we honestly want to be every pastor's friend. And I think that's how I talk when I am with those guys on calls and stuff. Just I want them to benefit from my... <laughs> not my, not not just my learning, and I'm old, but just some of my brokenness and journey. Um, and I think that they hear that, and there's and and the secret source is not actually all that stuff. It's actually trust. Um, and we, that's why I cried in that meeting yesterday. Yeah, I, I had in my mind like thousands of pastors that right now are magnificent in their call. They've been courageous through the last season and they kind of know what to do, but maybe don't know what to do next or how to put it together. Absolutely. Um, and we've, we've actually put some thoughts together on that. So, so let me say this, if you're a pastor and you're watching, um, you've been praying for a mentor. You've been praying for somebody to have access to, um, 
this man has been in ministry since I was seven years old. I am 48. Okay. Um, there's a wealth of experience here. I know that you're attracted to the shine of these younger pastors. These pastors do not have the wisdom that's in this man. Please hear me when I'm talking to you. I am not saying that they don't have wisdom. And I know they're cool and charismatic and you would love to sit with them. You need to talk to him. Don't call Mike Todd. I oversee Mike Todd. Don't call me. I got a little bit of gray here. That man's whole head. <laughs> I got a hoary head. <laughs> he has a hoary head. And you need that wisdom. Y'all need to stop bypassing the men and women of God who have made themselves available to try to get time with people who have limited availability. Furtick ain't got time for you. Todd does not have time for you. Veach does not have time for you. Wilkerson Jr. does not have time for you. Madhu does not have time for you. I'm just going on a roll call. These are just people I know. <laughs> yeah. Okay? These guys ain't got time for you. This dude has already done it at the highest level. He's one of the rare ones that are. it is not going to give it to you from a, I'm an expert because... He's given it to you from, I know what it is to be insecurity, insecure. I know what it is to want to quit. I know what it is to want to desire the celebrity of it all and fail. God protected me and loved me so much, he just wouldn't even let me have it. <laughs> right? Call him. And if you don't, stop praying for a mentor. Because he's sending you some people that you can have access to and you're still in somebody's DMs left on red. Ouch. So there's your there's your exhortation, huh. if you will. Uh, Michael Murphy, thank you. Tim, thank you. You didn't have to have me on today. And I'm just so Buddy. honored. I'm so honored. <laughs> what a gift. I so I am cheering you on. Thank you. In that there's there's fresh blossom blossoms coming out of that crevice, my friend. Thank you. Um thanks for having me. Absolutely. I love you so much. I love you too. Y'all, just go figure yourself out. <laughs> if you don't, I, listen, I don't know. If you didn't get nothing out of this episode, don't come back. Just don't oh, come like back. <laughs> but I know y'all dwellings. Uh, y'all y'all pressed B for a reason. And this is the kind of stuff we have access to. I feel so grateful. Huh. So grateful. I love you guys. And until next time, peace. Yeah. So press B with me and let's let whatever gon' be just be. Uh, yeah. So press B with me and let's let whatever gon' be just be.